Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Ready and raring to go to smash your goals this year? No, not quite yet. I feel you. I'm missing my mojo and I'm talking to someone in the know about how to get it back. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media, digital and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. And if you like free stuff, well, I've got you sorted there as well. Head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash little black book to steal all of my social media secrets. You're listening to the Talk Social to Me podcast by Stevie Says Social. Hello, hello, hello. Guys, I am back again. I have been missing. It has been Christmas. It has been holidays. It has been fabulous. And today I am back for the first day of work, for the first day of my online course, and for the first podcast of the year. So welcome back, Stevie. (laughs) That's the thing when you're talking to yourself in a podcast, you don't actually have anyone to talk back to you. So I'm just going to have to do it myself, right? Now, I'm feeling happy about being back, but what I will say is that it's not the fist-pumping, let's do this 2019 kind of attitude that I'm seeing on Instagram at the moment. It seems like everyone has their goals sorted. It seems like everyone is ready and raring to go for the year. And guys, truth bomb, I had a really good time sitting on the beach for a week when I had a really crazy end of 2018 and I'd really like to do that for another week. But I'm taking baby steps and 
I think that's okay. And I think it's okay to kind of talk about that as well. I definitely have big goals for this year, but they don't all need to be achieved today. Now, I have kept up, and I'll say this when I get into the interview that I'm about to tell you about, with my very bad track record of recording my podcast the day before they go live. So this is literally being recorded on Monday. It's going live on Tuesday. It's the 7th of January for those who are listening a little bit later on. And yeah, I'm just kind of easing back into it. Anyway, my attitude is very well suited to the guests that I have on the podcast today. I'm interviewing Anna from Business School for Mums, and she is the mindset queen. Honestly, when it comes to all things mindset, this is your gal. Now, Business School for Mums is an online training program for females in business. I don't think you only need to be a mum, and they pretty much teach everything from financials to goal setting to marketing and more. But one of their points of difference is that they also teach about mindset, which I think is so important when it comes to business. I've said it before, but I really feel like starting a business is the biggest lesson in personal development that you will ever undertake. I remember when I was a fresh little kind of business starter upper and I had no idea what was in store for me. And honestly, it's probably a good thing because I'm not sure I would have done it. Just kidding. It's all been worth it, but it is a tough slog. So in this episode, I chat to Anna all about how to get your mindset right for 2019 and how to get on track and start setting goals that you're really proud of during the year. Now, Anna and Flory from Business School for Mums are also hosting a goal setting challenge, which will kick off on the 14th of January. Perfect timing for me and I'm guessing for a lot of you as well. If you are interested in signing up for the challenge, head over to the show notes for this episode, steviesayssocial.com forward slash 45, and you can sign up there. I will be in there. I need it. I need my mojo back, and I'm guessing that some of you will as well. Anyway, enough waffling from me. Let's get into today's podcast episode. Let's do this 2019 or something like that. Hey, Anna, welcome to the podcast. Hello, very excited to be here. First guest of 2019. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize I had that title. I'm like, hashtag winning. (laughs) So I have kept up my really bad track record of recording my podcast the day before they go live. So uh, this podcast for everyone listening is going out uh, tomorrow. I'm recording it on Monday. Uh, And for everyone, it's pretty much the first day back at work. So... I don't know, mixed feelings about that. How are you feeling about being back? Oh, well, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't really take that much time off across the the Christmas period. I think there was actually like maybe two days when I down tools because we were going through a massive kind of like restructure of our program and the update of the website. And and January for us, we always kind of like do um, like a big launch. So it's actually like not the most chill time of year when it gets to Christmas. You always think that December is going to be quiet and 
and then you kind of I don't know Flory and I tend to go into like beast mode because we're like you know are we quiet what what else can we do let's keep yeah, yeah. let's keep going <laughs> let's just keep the momentum exactly so for everyone listening tell us a little bit about yourself you and Flory yes well I am one half of business school for mums Flory Pike is my soul sister um we are like both probably the two most intense women <laughs> I've ever met in a good way, <laughs> a good way. Um, there's a lot of love we have for each other and we're very good at driving each other and um no we're we've we're yin and yang in many ways but also very driven and um in others which is awesome um but we founded business school for mums it's only three years ago but sometimes I feel like it's been so much longer um yeah. and we basically created a business school which was dedicated to seeing mums in business succeed and teach them all of the crucial business foundations like you know the serious stuff um research financials and then going through things like that sort of develop your overarching marketing strategy from points of difference to sales funnels and um and all of that kind of stuff and and then from there we build all of that out into kind of marketing plans and you know socials and facebook ads and things like that so it's a it's a mixture of the serious stuff with the fun stuff when you get to it um and um flory and i were laughing on a podcast the other day because i was like she gets to do all the fun stuff and i do a lot of the serious teaching and i'm like does that make me like <laughs> how did this happen so yeah how did this happen but um well you would your flory is the inst like insta queen compared to me like i literally don't know how to use instagram oh, she is she totally <laughs> is yeah i think the first time that we um chatted i remember you saying that you had never had an instagram account no. before you started business school for mums and you didn't really kind of have a strategy at the outset and i was like horrified i was like what is this i don't understand it's so funny yeah well oh, hey well like th- that's the being the strategy behind our business i mean we've really concentrated on sales funnels and kind of yeah. other marketing angles but literally i don't have an instagram account personally and i still don't know how to use it i literally have to get flurry to like if she ever wants me to do anything it's like she has to send me screen grabs because yeah it's not my forte you know you know you can't be everything though and we're fortunate enough to have not just us now we've also got there's a team of six or seven of us now i think just seven now have taken on someone recently and everybody has different roles and you know what i'm okay with i'm okay with not knowing everything yeah that's awesome and what i actually love about you guys is that um, and the, the problem that I have, and I know that we've chatted about this before, so many people come to me as a social media person and they'll say, Stevie, help me with my socials. And I can do that to a certain extent, but I will always end up helping them with what comes behind the socials, which is how you actually get results, which is sales funnels, which is actually getting people from having found out about you to actually kind of doing business with you. And it's not social media. So I love that you guys teach that. Oh, totally. I think it's a big misconception. A lot of people just get excited by the hashtags and the glitz and glamour of... Um, hashtags aren't the answer. Hashtag, exactly right. There's so much more to it. Of my course. It, yeah. It's true. Do you know what? The market yeah. research like I know it sounds quite boring but there are so many awesome tools out there and actually when you get stuck into market research and you can actually get to really learn about your customers and build relationships that way that's also going to make your sales funnel you know infinitely better because all of a sudden you know what they want you're delivering it to them and you're writing killer headlines and you're delivering copy that really resonates with them so it's like it's a whole nother level right yes anyway we're not talking about social media today (laughs) 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 Um, And I know this is a 
social media podcast, but I was uh, really keen to have you on in particular, Anna, today because it is the first day back. It's the first day back at work and a lot of people I think would be feeling a little bit flat even if they love what they do. Um, And the other reason as well is because one thing that I find is that people come to me for social strategy and I can teach all of the social strategies in the world, but if people aren't willing to do the work, it's going to be really hard to achieve anything, right? And a lot of the time the work comes down to mindset, which is what we're talking about today. That's right. Yes. Got to love mindset. It's my completely my jam. I've been... I've been doing, I've been, I think it's about five years now um, since I trained as a coach and I've worked with like thousands of women on their mindset. I've done mm-hmm. a lot of work with mums kind of re-identifying with themselves and getting out there. But specifically at the moment, it, it's definitely like working through all of the mum stuff, plus the entrepreneurial journey, plus time management and all yeah. the things that we juggle. And if you don't have your mindset in check though, um, it, it just has a massive impact. And I was actually on a call today with one of our students and she was a bit lost in the program and um, which direction she wanted to take her business. But really ultimately it came down to the fact that she was just in a funk in her mindset and everything, Mm -hmm. the focus she was wearing, everything was, was negative. What are some of the biggest mental blocks that you find when people come to you? Well, there's definitely a few. There's, and you see them repeatedly as well, actually. Um, I think first up is, there's actually a lot of negative sort of beliefs that people tend to carry around with them around their kind of self and capabilities. A lot of people kind of like, um, you know, they're just not sure they're good enough or that they can do it or there's a fear of failure. Um, So that that kind of comes across in everything from, you know, putting themselves out there, you know, actually putting their face out there or putting their ideas out there or backing themselves through to actually tackling something like their numbers because they've always thought that it just wasn't something that they were good at and therefore this belief's carried through and it's something that they always avoid. So beliefs can have a huge impact on what you do or don't do in your everyday. And and one of the exercises that we do with students is really working through how they feel about their self, money, capabilities, success. Because, you know, if you're walking around um, with looking at success and seeing it as actually quite a negative thing, when some people do, they see it about, you know, losing hours, time away from family, the money that's invested, the stress. And when you walk around with that frame on it's really difficult to then go and chase it go and chase it after success because it becomes really incongruent with you know how you think and feel about something and what you want does that make sense yeah it's actually a big one with service-based businesses I don't know if you see this but that fear of if I get more work then I'm going to have less time therefore I don't want to chase the work and get bigger and do you know what I mean it's kind of like losing that capacity and it's almost the reason behind them not really going out and doing all of the marketing that they need to do for their business and all of the social media stuff. And, you know, all of the tactics are there for them to use, but they're scared of, for example, not having the time if they grow and they're more successful. No, I think that that's it. There's a, there's a bit of fear of success and probably coping and also I think time management. I think that people, you worry about like putting all this stuff out there and expect it to happen overnight, but I think then that's when it comes down to you guys implementing systems and processes or, you know, hiring staff and being one sort of step ahead on those fronts. Um, yeah. But aside from negative beliefs, uh, other things like perfection is something that we see a lot. Like Perfection is me. Perfection is you. Um, It is a problem though, isn't it? Because I just feel, and it's something that, I don't know, I feel like I've had my whole life. This is like a counselling session. Let's go. (laughs) Let's dive in. Yeah. 
I don't, I always got really good grades at school and I was always very kind of, you know, that straight A student. And it was the weight of expectation, I feel like, that I took into my career and now my business to succeed. And I don't know, it's, it's quite a, it's an interesting one. And I, I kind of feel like it almost presents itself a little bit in pro- procrastination. The two are definitely interlinked, but I would probably question where that kind of achievement originated from. Was that, yeah. um, was that something whereby that was something that came from the parents in terms of driving you or an expectation? It's very interesting because it really wasn't. It was always kind of the weight of my own expectations. So interesting. Side note, I was on a podcast with a friend of mine, Clarissa. So uh, she's got the happy family lawyer, happy lawyer, happy life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we were talking about the exact same thing last week. And um, and she was asking me the exact same thing. She was like, you know, where did it come from? Where do you think? Was it your parents or whatever? And I don't know. Yeah, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Normally I'd be looking at digging back into where kind of where that sense of like wanting to achieve originated from and what you got out of yeah. it. Because quite often if you look back at the the fact that right now you gain something from it. So um obviously you gain something from the success that you create, but there's probably a sense of feeling or how people see you and there's kind of like positive feelings that become attached to the things like that, yeah. which is why we do them. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe you got attention from family or friends or, you know, you were able to stand out. Like the, it may be if you can look at it from different angles, you can find something as a reason behind the behaviour. Perhaps. <laughs> Thank you. I'll go pay d- you for, do you want to go deeper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> um, what are some of the biggest pitfalls that you see in terms of um, people starting out in business. So when they're first starting out, they're kind of getting their business set up. They're all excited. They're ready to go. What are some of the biggest mindset blocks that you see? Do you know what? I think that a lot of the time when most people start out that um, we're all a bit arrogant and a bit ignorant. Like it's a bit of both. It's a double-edged sword in that we're a bit arrogant that we think that we can do it all and how hard is it? And, you know, we, you know, how hard can it be to run and start a small business? Um, we're also really ignorant to actually what lays in front of us. Um and then a lot of people that they kind of, uh, you know, they miss they miss all the vital steps. They just get excited by the, you know, the fervor to get up and running. They set up their social media accounts and all of a sudden there they are and they're like, well, why am I not getting any sales? So you kind of see the missing steps and then kind of wondering why. And I think we did a whole podcast episode on this, like why hasn't it happened for me yet? Because a lot of people have this sort of sense of almost entitlement or expectation that, you know, they've done some of these steps. Why am I not further along? Um, And it's kind of really kind of giving people a bit of a gentle, we call it slap in the face, (laughs) just to say, well, hang on a second. Have you really done everything you should have done? Like, have you actually really been strategic? Have you done your research? Do you know these things? Um, You know, and what are you actually doing in your everyday? Are you actually doing the work and the hours? Are you pouring, Mm -hmm. you know, blood, sweat and tears in? I mean, I, I've I've heard a few podcasts recently and um, kind of talking about, you know, if you've got the right strategy and you're plugged into the right program, then, you know, it doesn't have to be hard work or it shouldn't be hard work. And I'm all for having a strategy and a process and being plugged into coaches and training, but I still believe you have to do the hard work and you have to make sacrifices. Totally, yeah. 100%. I think people are naive to think that you can go into small business and not have to put in 
you know, really hard yards for a good 18 months to start seeing some serious progress. And that's normally kind of the point of, of return, you know, when you start to see the return of all the hours and time invested. And, um, so yeah, I think there's definitely that arrogance and and ignorance and, um, you know, unless, unless you know better until you get to that point and then you can kind of have an awakening and go, Oh, well, hang on a second. I missed all these things. And it's almost like kind of concentrating on the wrong things as well. Like, a lot of people will kind of start off their business and start with social media and wonder why they're not getting traction and then they don't have the branding and they don't have, you know, their business values and they don't have all of these other things set up and they're not putting the work into that and then they're wondering why their followers on Instagram aren't growing. Oh, that's another thing though. It's the social comparison and that is one of the biggest, like, pet peeves or kind of pitfalls that we see and we actually another podcast episode we just ran about bad habits to leave like behind in 2018 and that is one of the biggest thing is this sort of sense of constant comparison with other people and looking at social media numbers and like from that perspective like first of all are you even comparing apples with apples like you know how long have they been in the game and how much work and money and time has been invested the blood sweat and tears on the one hand um you know what are the expectations you have of yourself for being there already Mm. um but then you also kind of have to look at the fact that people also just project what they want you to see and a a really healthy social media account with you know thousands of followers does not mean they are a profitable business they just know how to look good yeah and so I mean you know you know we've both trained under the same coach right um and his social numbers are tiny and like his Instagram is shit. Like, but the thing is like, I just, you're totally right. And I think he's actually a great example of how important it is to get the other stuff right. Yes. Yes. So, so that's my point with him is like, it's like he he hasn't focused on that stuff. And like, if you looked at him and you looked at like his Instagram account, like there's no sell on it. It's literally just surfboards and food, you know, and you kind of look at the fact that he's a multi-million dollar coach working with this incredible mastermind that has these incredible programs and his social maybe doesn't try, you know, doesn't convey that in some ways, especially in numbers. And and I remember him talking about email lists being the same, like he has a really small email list given, you know, the size of things. And I think that's a really, like, that's an awesome example of how important it is to not concentrate on the numbers, because I would say, even though his email list is smaller, it would be really passionately engaged people. Oh, completely. Exactly right. Yeah. So I think it's really about kind of a piece of advice would be to run your own race is to to use other people as benchmarks and insights and use them to get excited about where you want to go and look for strategies of what's working and what's not to map out your plan of attack and then frigging get in your race, like, yeah. you know, get in your lane and head down, bum up. And yeah. that is where you're going to start getting the results. Totally. So what sort of tips do you have for people that are just kind of like me? in their first day of this year. What do you mean? <laughs> kind of like you've been kicking some mega I'm goals. Like so easing into the year this year. <laughs> so funny. This time last year I was like, let's do this 2018 and I was so pumped and I've woken up today and I'm like, oh, you know what? I could just have another week of holiday. <laughs> I think you had a big, you went hard and fast at the end of the year. So I think you're kind of coming out the other side of that. I did, I did. But if there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that feel like that, you know, kind of coming into the first week and they're not feeling like 100% kind of motivated and just getting back into things and looking at the mountain of, you know, goals that potentially they have or potentially they don't have any goals yet and they're looking at everyone else on Instagram saying how organized they are and how they're ready to smash everything. And, you know, it's that comparison as well. Do you have any tips for people that, are feeling a little bit that way at the start of the year? 
Definitely. Well, first of all, I don't think that many people are that organized at the end of the year before. So I wouldn't think too much about that many people that are really gung-ho into 2019. Do you know what it is, though? It's that Instagram, com- compa- what is it, comparisonitis? I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to run with it. Use it. Do it. Yeah, it's really kind of, um, and a friend of mine, I saw her post on Instagram today, actually, and she's just had a really fabulous holiday. She was away for six weeks in Canada, and she was talking about how she jumped on Instagram and was looking at everyone else saying, you know, it, all of the goals that they've got for this year and all of the things that they're ready to do. And she was just like, well, you know, it kind of just made me feel a little bit deflated coming into the start of the year. And I thought that was really interesting because I think it's a good point. When you're looking at what other people are doing. Well, this is the thing. It comes back to you running your own race again, isn't it? I think that... We need to come back to, well, you did, I think you did a podcast on it. One thing that we'd absolutely recommend you do is a year on review. So spend time um, looking at the year that was because in that year you will have learned a lot of lessons and you would have actually, you know, achieved a lot. So it's really about sort of taking stock about all the things you tried, what worked, what didn't, so that you can kind of like, you know, move away from doing some things and try doing some things. Yeah. Um, and get, get a stock on kind of like, I guess, where you left last year. And then it's certainly about setting goals for the year ahead. So, but, you know, getting excited about a bigger picture vision, like the reason you're doing this, it, it's definitely about going a lot deeper than just setting goals. And we, um, as you know, we've got a goal setting challenge coming up. Um, and in everything that we teach with goal setting, it really starts, you know, you go deeper, you go into a much bigger picture vision of what it is you want to achieve and why you want to achieve it and look at your commitment levels because, you know, your commitment levels are a sign of the mindset issues that are underlying it. Like, are you not backing yourself? Are you not getting the support that you need? What it is that you really want? Or perhaps your vision isn't really compelling enough anymore. Does it need to change? Mm -hmm. So definitely start out with kind of, you know, thinking about a bigger picture vision of what it is that you want to achieve because your goals ultimately are just stepping stones to that big picture vision, but you need something big and bright to take you somewhere in the first place. Yeah. Um, Because otherwise people set goals everywhere, right? They're just like, I want to do this and this and where's the bigger picture? Yeah. And do you know what? It's so interesting because I spent many years setting goals, New Year's resolutions, and I would make all of these goals in the beginning of the year and I would never do anything with them. And I did that for about, I reckon about three or four years. And you make such a good point around your vision. It was only when I got really clear on, you know what, this is what I want. This is why I want it. And it was this marked shift and it was not the beginning of last year, the beginning of the year before. And it literally changed everything. Like it's guided me the whole way through. That vision does everything. I um, I came out of my coaching training and I was in my coaching training and I remember being really miserable on the beach because my husband was FIFO, so fly in, fly out geologist. And I had a young baby and he was away a lot. And I was like, prior to like him, I'd always been like a big goal setter and really gung-ho and kind of really driven. Um, and then we, not prior to him, but as in prior to having a baby and then coming out the other side of having the baby, I was really fuzzy and I'd started doing my coaching training. And fortunately it was a good wake up kind of call because it was like, hang on a second. I am the master of my destiny. I'm sitting here moping around. What is it that I want? where are we going? What are we doing this for? You know, and we literally sat down and kind of created a whole big picture vision of what we wanted to achieve collectively. And, um, my kind of goal with the the coaching when I started was very much to bring my husband home from FIFO life. Mm -hmm. And it took two and a half years, but my vision was so solid. My commitment was a hundred percent. And literally two and a half years later, he came home. We moved back to Sydney. And we went, I went full time kind of like on our business and our business has then since, you know, doubled and tripled over the last few years. So that story gives me goosebumps. 
Well, it's it's true though. And I think this is a thing that we try and get across to, you know, the people that we work with is in that if you're dead set on something, you can make it happen because you're suddenly tunnel visioned in nothing else matters and you'll make the sacrifices and you don't care if you stay up late, you'll find the time because, you know, fast forward two years, the life that we have now is amazing. Mm. And we did, we did two years of hard work, like, you know, and it's still hard work now, but oh my God, you know, come on people. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny, like two years ago, you would never probably have been able to imagine your life now no not at all like you had the vision of it and it's just kind of getting better and better and then the goals change and you get to dream bigger and (laughs) you you talking about this is actually making me pumped for the year now so thank you come to our goal setting challenge girlfriend I'm like come in and like you can you can hear some of the stories like um, we tell lots of stories on our challenge like you know the stuff that we went through and the sacrifices made but we make it keep it real I think that's the the reality is guys you're not all going to start the year necessarily like on all cylinders, but you can get there. Yeah. And, and I think it's okay. Oh. Like, I think it's okay to kind of realize that you don't have to come in and go, you know, like I'm so pumped for 2019 and I can't wait and let's do this because not everyone feels like that. And it can be sort of a process to get into it. So, um, so before we talk about the challenge, have you got any examples of transformations that you've seen personally, either with maybe students or anything along those lines? Oh, in terms of mindset transformations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I think a lot of people, I think they feel that in a sense, they're almost, their behaviors and habits are almost set in stone, like their beliefs, behaviors, habits. It's all just kind of who they are. And that's mm-hmm. the worst thing that you can think because as soon as you identify with it and it becomes who you are, it's much harder to untangle these things. But when you can start to realize and peel back that a lot of what we do is just habits and behaviors and beliefs that we can actually change and create change around, so much is possible. So someone who is always fearful and procrastinating can actually become really active and action taking. Um, And I've seen like we do every year, we do an awards thing with our students. And this year, um, a lady called Jo Cumberpatch, she's just amazing. And um, she's a business duo. There's two of them. They work on, um, they have Go Trovo games and kind of create kids games. And just at the beginning of her journey, she was kind of, she was very much kind of sort of back end, um, back-end and admin-related, numbers-related, and her business partners love the creative and innovative staff and all the marketing. Um, and she's just kind of like really kind of stepped into things this year and is now running Messenger Bots, running Amazon. Like she has like previously, you know, get really emotional when things didn't work and, and when, you know, there'd be the down days. And now she'll literally kind of like, you know, have a moment and then shake it off and literally just get on with it. Like I had a Skype call with her, her the other day and you talk about goosebumps. That I just saw this woman in front of me who was so incredibly powerful and in control and making shit happen oh, if I'm allowed to swear yeah. um and I was just <laughs> like oh my god it'll be fine she's all all there we go there's a yeah um but, but she was just anyway she blew my mind it was just amazing to see this massive transformation oh, that's so um cool. And I've seen it with so many people who like had, you know, was really high anxiety and didn't want to put themselves out there. And now they have like Facebook lives and Facebook communities. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they kind of have this audience who adore them for because they're being real and authentic. But it was all because they just dared to sort of step into the the discomfort and the uncertainty. That's a real fear that people have, isn't it? Putting themselves out there. Putting themselves out there. Absolutely. Was massive fear of... 
Yeah, well, I think there's well, as socials, everything's out there for everybody to see. So there's a massive fear of, um, I think, of being judged and what will people think. And again, it all kind of will come back to that kind of not being good enough in one form or another. Um, But you know what? To flip that on its head, if you want to flip that kind of thinking on its head, I think this is where you need to come back to your vision and your why. Um, And remember, when you're kind of like going to put yourself out there, the reason you're doing this and and what it's going to create for you. Um, But alongside that as well it's about really thinking about not others judging you, but about the gift or whatever it is that you're bringing out to other people. So really thinking about who you're serving, what you're creating for them, the conversations that might start that, you know, the transformation of just one person, like all these things, when you start focusing outward on, on the serving of others, as opposed to what it means for you is when you can actually start to make some really good shifts as well. Yeah. And it's almost like you just have to get started. That's the hardest part, isn't it? Because as soon as you get started and you start to see that you're impacting people, it almost validates it and you feel kind kind of you know, you feel like you're doing something great and it kind of makes it worthwhile. But until you actually start, you're never going to know. Well, that's it. Quite often we end up like, we end up fearing rejection, but we reject ourselves first. So we end up creating the very problem that we want in the first place. But the worst part is it comes from us rather than even, you know, given the opportunity to go out there and it be completely the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Get out of your own way. (laughs) Tell us about the challenge. What's coming up? Oh, cannot wait. You know challenge. You've just done your challenge mode. So this... This is why we've been so busy over the period getting this all prepared. But um, we always kickstart our kind of Januaries with a big goal setting challenge where we do a lot of kind of visioning and mindset work. And um, mindset is a big part, as you can tell, like from my angle of, of what we bring to our, um, our business school. It's one of our kind of points of difference. There's a few points of difference, but one of them is that now there's several life coaches behind the scenes actually working students through kind of the mindset issues alongside the business stuff. So it's a big thing for us. And um we are going live in a week. So 14th, and we've really got the community bubbling away, um, getting excited. And we've been dropping some kind of inspirational podcast episodes in there about getting over yourself and your fear, because we're going to be putting them all to task. So yep, that's, um, you can find out more. If you want to, I'll give you the link. So businessschoolformums.com forward slash GSC dash 2019. And I would love to see you in there. Come and get your yeah, goals on you for the I year. Need to go back. I'm sure I'll be fine next week, but like I will definitely come in. Because I don't know where it's gone. I think I left it in 2018. I need to get my shoes together for this year, Anna. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll definitely give you the butt kick that you need. Don't worry about that. I kind of thinking about who do I want to be, what I want. But I reckon, do you know what it is? I'm going to be honest. I think what you've done is you set the bar so high last year and you smashed your goals that you don't have any new ones. Like you need the next level. And you and I spoke about this before about setting some like numbers goals and some like, you know, forecasting some things and giving yourself some benchmarks so that you can... You've got to be competing with yourself, my friend. Oh, I'm always competing with myself. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Constant, never-ending improvement on yeah, all fronts. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just need to get out of beach mode. I will get there. This is my first podcast done and dusted, so I've ticked one thing off the list. The course started yesterday or today. Ticked that off the list, so I'm on my way. Well, you, that's it. Do you know what? Small little steps of action and achievement is all the stuff that builds. It all builds the momentum. Yes. 
yes. Do you know what I say? I was going to say, do you, sorry, I was going to say, do you know that like we've been talking about, um, you know, kind of getting out of holiday mode or well, like we've literally been like drinking so much wine over the last few weeks and my <laughs> husband and I keep problem. saying we need to stop. Like we need to just like go back to the healthy non-drinking during the week. But yeah. it's like, oh, but I'm not quite ready to let it I go yet. <laughs> and it is that. Like I think it honestly is and nobody really talks about it. But like I'm so out of a routine. I just need to get back into a routine. I actually went for my first walk today as well, which is good. So slowly getting back into it rather than coming back into the hot seat on day one and just going, right, let's smash this, you know. <laughs> you deserve the break. I think it's important to have a break though. So you have to you have to kind of give yourself that time off. And yes. um, I, although we didn't do it as much as we would have liked to, that it will be coming for us um, probably in February. You will deserve so, it. Anyway, oh, totally. to the listeners, this has really just been a counselling session for me and my, <laughs> my inability to get back into 2019. But thank you, Anna. That was awesome. Well, I've enjoyed it. You know that I can. I was going to say I can talk about this stuff forever, you know. Totally. You know, just keep asking. I do. I do. Um, where can people find you if they want to find out more about the mindset stuff or business school for mums? Pretty much that's it. Businessschoolformums.com. I'd say head head to the website. You can find everything there. Um, yep. You know, you'll find all the links to everything else and I'm sure you'll find um, lots of content and tidbits and um, downloads to keep you excited and inspired as well. Awesome. And come and join me in the challenge. <laughs> yes. We'll be seeing you in there holding yes. you accountable. Thanks, Anna. Thanks. And that is it, guys. I hope you got a lot out of that. I certainly did. I feel like it was a little bit of a, I don't know, counseling session into getting my mojo back. Now, if you are keen on joining me in the goal setting challenge, head to the show notes on my website and the link is there. You can jump straight over and sign up. Stevie says social.com forward slash 45. Now, first podcast done and dusted for the year. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave me a quick rating. Leave me a quick review. I would so, so appreciate it. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you then. This podcast is proudly supported by ConvertKit. Social media is great and all, but newsflash, we don't own our followers, the algorithms are constantly changing, and you don't sell on social. All reasons why I always recommend email marketing as an important step in every social media strategy. ConvertKit is the email marketing software that I use and love within my own business. And to support the podcast, the folks over at ConvertKit are offering a free 30-day trial to talk social to me listeners, head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash convert kit to sign up now.